what's up? This your boy Monty G from the Fan Mission Podcast. Please subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you can get all access to motivated and inspiring video on this Fan Mission Friday. Every Friday. Let's get to the podcast. Let's get to the podcast. Yo, what's up? This your boy Money G on the Fan Mission Podcast. And today, man, excuse me, I'm not in the studio right now. I'm on vacation, but the Fan Mission must go zone. You know, I already know how we get down. So today we got a special guest. I'm talking about a legend, an AG legend. And man, he do so much in the neighborhood and in the community. But man, matter of fact, I'm just going to bring him into the party and let him introduce himself, man. You know Family member, what's going on? Hey, what's happening, everybody? How everybody doing? I'm good. Man, you man, I'm good too, man. Look, check it out. I'm talking about we AG good. Go ahead and tell the people your name and tell them what you do. And tell them where you're from. All right. I'm Richard Allen, as most of you guys know. I'm from the alligator, which is all Gill Garden. And basically, I love just showing my neighborhood the love that they showed me. Mm, mm, mm. And for the listeners out there, you know, the watchers, they know who you is, but for the listeners that's in um, the podcast world, why don't you tell them exactly where you're from? Well, I'm from Allville Garden, born and raised out of Block 6, raised in Block 9, moved to Block 3, but pretty much all over. All Gill Gardens has been my home. Even though I'm away from home, it's always been my home. That's right. That's right. And yeah, yeah, we're talking about Chicago, Illinois, in the dirty 130s, way back. I'm talking about the only project in the hundreds. Let's get to it. Hey, man, I want to know, man, because you you do a lot of stuff in the neighborhood, and I want to know who inspires you to do what you do? Well, a couple of things. I've always been with the, let's say, doing things with the neighborhood as far as, I learned a lot, honestly, from Nooney Ward. Um, Nooney did a lot of things for the neighborhood in the sense that he was moving us in a different direction than normally the gangbanging and things like that. Um, with him and a few other guys, it was a charitable thing, something, a way to get back um, as far as me personally, my thing with giving back, I just didn't make a lot of noise. I will find certain guys that was actually doing things in event and I would give them money. You know, I was hustling, I was getting it. And my thing was, I quietly wanted to give back. I don't know my reasons for it, but I've given back as much as I can to my neighborhood. So mm. in that aspect, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let me see what's going on with this. Um, yeah, so what what got you into designing clothes? Oh, man. <laughs> well, it, it's kind of tripped out with that story because I didn't have a lot, but I had enough. Um, mm-hmm. I never got into Nike and the name brands and things like that. So growing up pretty much, if you could catch some of my old childhood pictures, I was into graffiti. I was into tagging everything in sight. So 
putting Daddy Rich six six sixty six everywhere. Mm. And, and, Daddy Rich, and and that kind of went from doing walls to doing shirts, and you know, so I kind of liked that idea. But a lot of it came when I actually went after the AG for Life logo. Me and Johnny Jones was talking about it. Johnny Jones mm. came up with it. And I was like, he sent me a picture. I'm like, man, that'd be nice if I could do something with that. So I'm thinking, let's start putting that on shirts. Let's figure out how we can make that work. So I give with my man, Jay Jonah Jameson. That's what I call Johnny Jones. Jay Jonah Jameson. That man got That's right. Hey, Jay, Jay, Jay. That's what I call him, Jay Jonah Jameson. But... I asked him, which I said, hey, John, you know, would you mind if I use your AG for life thing? He was like, mm-hmm. Rich, go ahead. I said, you sure we good with this? Because I'm going to run with it. He said, I'm good with it, Rich. Good. From that point on, everything I touched was AG for life. So I go to my little brother. I go to my little brother. What was that saying? Because I used to hear him talking to it, my little brother, Two Fruit. I used to hear them say the dirty one thirty, and I'm like, damn. So I didn't quite catch on. I'm like, okay, look, bro, what was that saying you was talking about the dirty one thirty? It's like, yeah, yeah, we always say that. I got it. I ain't gotta ask my little brother for no permission. He my brother, so right. hey, he said, let's roll with it. So man, shout out to Two Fruit. Fruit. Right, my little brother Two Fruit, and um, but and then from there. I had the, the AG for life, and then I had the Dirty 130. So I thought about this. Now, this is going to trip you out. Wherever I go, in most places I go, people are like, where you from? And uh, I'd be like, I'm from Chicago. They're like, no, no, what neighborhood you from? Man, I'm from the gods. And they do like this. You from the gods? What's up with that? And I would try to explain to people when they ask me, what do the alligator mean? It's people reaction to knowing where you from to say, wow, you from that neighborhood and they cite, ooh, that's a tough and dangerous neighborhood. What's tougher than the rougher than the alligator? Tough. Hey, that's how we put it. Alligator gods. Alligator gods. And um a lot of people, a lot of people, you you're right. A lot of people say, man, that's a tough place. But to us, it wasn't tough. Not at all. Because at all. we was raised there. So how many people you think you inspired? Oh, man. Now, that, that's a hard question for me. Just say, if you ask it in a different way, like, how many people um, have I interact with? Inspire? They would have to say that. But I believe I've... I've all the guys that I've hung with and they know I've hung with, I would tell you every one of them, they either love me or hate me. But most of the mm-hmm. most of them love me, man, because I ain't never came to nobody on no gangster stuff with them. It was always how we figure out how we gonna get it. Mm. So I can give you that part a hundred percent. Hopefully I inspired them. I done touched a lot of people with different directions I done went, and that that that's a little of everything. Oh man, I heard the story on some gangster shit from you, man. Y'all need to talk, man. Come, <laughs> Come on, on with it. I'm gonna take it on. Hey, 
So you remember that one time when you creep up on dude with the cane and you, you're, all right, let me, let me refresh your memory. You got, you got to give it to me a little bit more because then I got to get it. This is, this is it the way it went. It was two fruit and TMC. When TMC, when he stayed in block two over there by the, by the, um, the phone booths. And okay. he called like, man, he was like, man, this dude over here messed a big tall ass dude. Man, I'm keeping it a hundred. In my gangster days, <laughs> I, uh, I was at, at people, man. <laughs> I was at people in a sense. So I got to keep it a hundred with you. And, um, I didn't go looking for it, but you know, but you handled it. yeah, yeah, I would say it's that it's all good. Hey, man, so, um, yes, I heard you used to run around with, um, that was one of your best buddies, man. Um, Tim Hardaway, tell me a little bit about him. <laughs> oh, you were deep there, huh? <laughs> um, which everybody know, I won't say everybody know, but a lot of people know the story with Tim. Tim okay. was my buddy. Tim was me and Tim ran like this. Um, Tim, we we used to diss classes together, you know, and just the truth of the matter, um, we hung together a lot, cutting he, classes he or whatever. Cop? And uh, so Kim, I went to Cobb and Kim with the Tim with the Harvard. Oh, Tim, okay. Tim, Tim Holloway went high school. Okay, okay. And pretty much um I took a liking to Tim. He he wasn't like he Tim had a, a, a basketball gangster mentality when he ran with me and he ran with me almost every day. We hooked up, okay. we talked, we was cool with each other. And you know I, I didn't have no basketball skills but I had some street skills. He didn't have no street skills, but he had basketball skills. So one and two worked out for me and him. Now, That's what's up. if if you want to know the rest of the story, I'm almost sure you heard, but yeah, you know, you want to hear it from me. I can see the smile on your face. I don't, I don't know the rest of the story. I just know okay. I used to run with I'm Tim way, and I'm like, I'm going to get to you 100% that situation. So the situation with Tim, one day we was cutting school, I mean, cutting class. So we all over the school all that day. I used to talk to this young lady. I ain't gonna say her name, I ain't gonna put her out there. Like, I used to no, talk no, to this no. young lady. Tim knew I used to talk to this young lady. He knew it. For whatever reason, we go to the gym. We upstairs on the upper part and they downstairs. Same young lady, she see me, hey, how you doing, what's going on? Now, I didn't go with her, nothing like that, but we were talking, and we was talking right. for some time. So for whatever reason, Tim just started talking about me. I'm talking about oh. we came in the gym together. The man literally started talking about me like a dog, and it's 100% in there, and people that was there can testify to it. The man just started talking about me for no reason. Now, keep in mind, not that he needed the protection, but nobody wasn't bothering him when he was rolling with me. I'm going to keep right. it 100. And everybody know the way I was getting down at Cobb. I wasn't out bullying people or 
but they know I was affiliated. That's a hundred percent. So all of a sudden the man just went at me for no reason. Like, damn, I'm looking at Tim like you for real. Like you talking about me to the crowd. They laughing and that thing. And I'm just, and I'm puzzled for why would he do it? Yeah. Come you, to you find out. Him. Yeah. And the story just, I'm like, yeah. man. But, but that was it. it but that's how we yeah, fell you, out you as know friends. How, I'll say that. Yeah. You, you know how it is when we young, man. We young. So, man, shout out to Carver High School, man. Because, man, you be really putting it down for Carver, man. This one, this one joint Carver, right here. Man. Woo. Yeah. I love that Kyle. right there. That that yes. right there. When I seen you put that together, yeah, he put that together, man. And, and that and that is custom made. That is not mm. bought from the store, man. It so if custom. somebody, so if somebody want to get something like this, how would they get in touch with you? Just call me. My number is public. Inbox me or call me. Okay, that's, that's for sure. Saying. That's what's and it's real wool and it's real leather. I'd say that. Wait, it's not, okay. not nothing. It's not nothing. Uh, and, it, and and it's limited. That's and it's right. limited. Mm. Yeah. So man, you got a lot of you got a lot of. Uh... Hey, you know what? I remember you growing up when I was a kid. Man, you had all the nice cars, bro. <laughs> oh you man, I wish I could have sent you the picture of my Bro, car. Man, I'm talking about. Tell me about this car, though. Oh, uh, uh, snap. That's my deuce and a quarter. And I still got that one. Um, Damn. I done had that one now maybe 14, 15 years. Damn. Yeah, I still got that, too. Damn, I'm talking about. <laughs> and she knocking. And she knocking. Boy, she she beating you. You were here before you see her. Damn. Hey, man, I'm talking about you've been doing this, the car thing for a long time. I remember, um, I just remember as a child, I wish I could have found it. It was something like a, um, you had some airbrush on it. I think it was a Chucky yeah, doll. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. I, yeah. I, what what I kind of car was that? that? A 75 Chevy Caprice. I knew it was a Chevy. I'm like, it was a Chevy. I just knew it had a big ass trunk. Yeah. I was a shorty. So and I had uh go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You had what? I had um Michael Myers, Freddie, Chucky, um and Jason. And Jason on my hood. Woo! I and remember I, that. And Freddie cut the hood open with his things and all of their heads popped out. And on my trunk, I had the graveyard scene with all the lightning hitting all the headstones. And they and it was tribute to the guys I had lost that was very close to me. Mm. It had Lolo, Larry, Kenny Jameson, Nell, and Love. No, no. I think Nell and Love was still alive. I think Nail was gone, but love was still alive. But I had them on my headstones on on the trunk of my car. Man, 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 man. And All right, man. I'm up. Yes, I'm one more, one more car, man. Tell me Come about on, this please. one, though. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 I 
Let's go. Or you gonna send the deck up with that? That's the Florida flag, boy. Or you gonna send? You gonna get so many? Let me tell you this. I, my uncle Ruben, my uncle Ruben gave me a cop. Uh, it was a Ford Fairlane, right? Oh, mm -hmm. oh, oh, you went back. It was a Ford Fairlane. So I'm hustling. I'm getting it. So I say, you know what, man? I'm going to do what ain't nobody else did. I'm going to make sure this stand out. So I put a rag top on it. Mm. And I had lovely I had lovely and nail name put in it. So I said, okay, I'm going to remove all the Ford emblems. So I had Mako put Cadillac emblems on it. So from there, I'm like, okay, I'm looking good. Now I need to sound good. So as I'm hustling, I bought a phone. So I got a phone in the front of my seat and a phone in the back of the car before phones was in the car. And the bag phone? Yep, the bag phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly what the little bag phone. So from there, I took, they had them little uh, portable TVs. I cut a hole and put a TV in my car. Everything worked. The TV worked. Yeah. Everything. I had this. I had put seat. I had put speakers in the seat. And that this gonna really kill you. I put a a speaker in the grill. So I knew you was gonna hit me. I had the first kicker box from kicker in that car. Before anybody was getting sounds hard. Okay, so you know, back in the days, people had the house speakers in the back seat. I had it too before I got a little money and got that kicker. I had, <laughs> I had a fish, I had a speaker in the in the back seat. Man, we talking about triple OGs, triple OG <laughs> on the music side, boy. Hey, man, I, I have to say, man. Hey, I, I like that shirt you got on, man. You know, um, and for right the people on, right out on, here, right on the alligator, and, 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 yeah. And for the people that want to cop a sweater, a little polo like that, you know what I'm saying? That they go right there. Uh oh, that they go. Yes, yeah. sir. Man, how much? All you gotta do is call me. I'm gonna make sure they right. Say again. Man, I said how much? Ooh, I like that that green and gold, man. You know, that's our colors. So how much would one of them, yes, them one of them polos to go for? Well, depending on size and how much on it, but normally uh anywhere from 25 to 35. And then when it jumps into the X's, then yeah, the, the numbers change. But if you look, right. these are the best quality shirts you're gonna get. And I leave the price tags on them and I let people know where I got them from. So that you know, I I me, I try to have an open book so That's people right. can know. When you spend your money with me, it's going to be quality. It's going to be something real nice you can put in the washing machine, and it ain't going to shrink up on you like a lid top. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got some good merch, man. I appreciate it, brother. And so I'm going through your catalog, and I see something for the guys, and I say, whoa, and I know they got to get this one. Ooh, oh, with the old man. man. With the old man, man on that? With the 16? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. And then <laughs> that growth and development, man. Man, yes, that's sir. what we're doing right now, man. Yes, sir. Damn, that is cold. 
man. I so, appreciate yeah, you chanting it out there. Hey, man. Hey, man. If y'all need some merch, man, anybody in the gardens, man, y'all better come out of this, man, because he got it. He got it. While y'all be running down the road and trying to pick up some little, like you say, you wash it one time and it's over with, y'all better stop playing. Yeah, so, um, yeah, let me see. Let me see, man, because I you got you got you got hella clothes. Oh, and you got watches. <laughs> Go ahead and tell them what time it is, man. You know well, y'all know what it do, man. Hey, if it comes down to it, whoop, got it upside Ooh, got down. That, yeah, no, no, no. Down. We got we get the we got the AG on the watch. Y'all know what time it That's is. It. That's what time Ooh. it is. And if they hey, they better not make me mad because like, hey, you see this piece here. What does the AG piece? for life on the belt? Man, hey, man, I'm going to keep it 100. <laughs> hey, man, stop playing. That's it, All man. Right. I'm shaking. Right. Talk to me. So, hey, I got a question for you, man. Come on with since it. You a, since you a triple OG. All right. At the age you're at right now, if you can okay. talk to your 16-year-old self, at the age you're at right now, what would you tell them? First of all, I told me stay in school, you know. And um, second of all, because I know all business is nearly done from overseas, everything we buying, they buying for telling us to buy it here. I definitely would learn uh, how to speak Asian, and I definitely would uh, move um, business-minded overseas. Mm. So I've been dealing with overseas a long time, but to tell me, yeah, I would tell me how to get prepared to do business in a different way. Mm. Yeah, because overseas, they play a little bit, they play a little bit different, you know. Um, Big time. You gotta, yeah, they, 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 man, you gotta know, you gotta talk their language. You, you're exactly right. So, look, I got another question. And I, what, come on, what do it. you see? What do you see now that you didn't see growing up? Um, fellowship, lack of. I, I see, you know, when, I, when I'm growing up, we all hung outside and we all, you know, it wasn't this phone thing. And so I think back in the days, um, to hear something or to see something, you had to be out there talking with other guys that it's just a fellowship. Right now, I can be in a crowd of five to 10 people, eight of them on the phone. So it's like, I think we've lost uh, the connection to fellowship because mm. we everything is so readily accessible. Off this, off this device here, it, it then did, a, I think, it then did a lot of, I just wish they put the phone down more. Yeah, they do a lot of, um, yeah, the phones did a lot of, it seemed like it helped a lot, but I think it did a lot of damage to anything. You know, I heard somebody say the average seven-year-old kid seen more pretty naked women than his grandfather ever seen in yeah. his whole life. 
and he's seen that in 15 minutes with these phones. That's that's about that. that. That's crazy, ain't it? Yeah, that that's something. So um, so far away. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So hey, what is like about five things you proud of that you did? Um I have my kids, number one. <laughs> um, Say that. Um, I recognize that all situations is from God above, the Lord Jesus Christ, that all situations, be it good or bad. You know, if I could switch that around, God would be first in my children. Um, number three. Um, Shout out to the man up three. above. Let's go. Amen. Um, the third thing that um, it's the way I move. I I would I would say mostly to let people know I didn't shut the door behind me. Mm. So if if it's something that I can help you with, the door's still open. It's just you have to ask. All right. Mm. The fourth thing. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. The fourth thing, uh, I wish I would have held on to my old schools. I say that. My cars. Like, because the value of them and, and just the all the love I put into them. The fifth thing is um, if I could bring back the loved ones. I, these people on the wall, if I could just get that next sit down with them or that next phone call. These people here on this wall behind me, you know, mm. you know, my order might not be in, 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 in correct the way I'm seeing it in my head, but them are my five things. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, tell me about how do you feel about opportunity, timing and situations? Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Now, that. If I call any of my kids up and I say, tell me three things I always tell you to think about. And I might have to say one word. They'll get the other two. But in all situations that I teach myself and my own, everything is about timing, opportunity, situation. If somebody could tell me their situation, I'll explain to them it was all about timing and the opportunity. There's nothing on the face of this earth don't pertain to them three words. Because right now, I'm going to give it to you about us, just me and you, not somebody else. The timing was good for this situation. And it was a great opportunity for me and you. So no matter how you look at that, if even if I switch the words around, my situation that I'm doing right now led me to a great opportunity. And because I'm off work right now, my timing is good. So it's just no matter how you put that, I promise you, no matter how you put them three words, they they pertain to you or they pertain to your situation. If I'm using that word correctly, if, if you jolted in a love situation, that's only because you allow the situation to put you 
into this opportunity for the timing of it. And everything yeah. I see is only a moment. Everything I see is only a moment. Hey, you, you, you're exactly right. You know, a lot of people will be like, um, like, okay, with the podcast, you know, people will be like, man, yo, you get, and I always tell them that your ideas, like your ideas, you and Johnny Jones, your ideas, man, you don't know how powerful ideas is. So I got on somebody's podcast and I said, man, I want to get on my podcast and I want to do this. And I heard somebody say, I was like, man, I got to wait till I get this. I got to wait till I get this. You know, the same thing. But it was like, bro, time, again, to timing. Like, bro, if you feel it in your heart, just do it, man. Just do it. What you got? Just do it, bro. And I'm already on, what episode is this? We on 81 episodes. I didn't get 81 podcasts with people I don't know what the hell I'm doing, yeah. but I'm doing it. <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying? And I'm doing it. So See, on and, and that goes back to. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's right. That's right. So now that goes back to just what you were saying. That goes back to just what you were saying. You was doing somebody else's thing. That was the situation. And then you right. said, this is something I want to do. And now you're going toward the timing of it. Do you see what I'm saying? So it yeah. all worked out. Timing, opportunity, and situation. Yeah. And your opportunity came because you made the decision, this is my time right now for my situation. Man. You and like you said, we're on 81. Man, <laughs> man, you better catch it while it's hot, man. We, you know. That's when it. them ideas pop in your head, don't let them run off. Man, grab it. You know how that, many people said, damn, I had that same idea. They say out of five people, only two people are going to act on their idea. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. And they can have the same idea. Yeah. So, and the timing, you were definitely right on the timing. So, in the next 10 years, what do you want to, what do you want to accomplish in the next 10 years? Well, <laughs> let me say this. I have, I have at least three to four businesses that I actually own and um, pretty much make them successful to where I can pass them on. Um, but in the next two years with me, I want to keep being a great, a great grandparent. Hey. That's why my kids grown. If you notice all the stress was here, ain't here. So I'm ready for some grandkids to put them in, which hey. I got, I got, I got a team of grandkids and I love them, but that's my next two years to say, okay, get to the next step. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yes. Sir. All right. So, um, if you can have whatever, whatever you want. All right. What would that look like if you can just have no whatever you want? What would that be? 
more knowledge about Jesus Christ, more understanding of the way he did it and the way he's doing it. I would want, if I could have anything, I would want to be in alignment with the Lord Christ because once you, once you get your mental right with Christ, then the physical going to be right with Christ and then the outlook going to be right. So like he said, no weapon. So that means I'm coming into all the joy I need. Mm. I can, I can, if I can have that, can you imagine how, how my words will be so inspiration to others? Because I'm speaking only the way Christ made me to. I'd be real good, man. Man, I gotta hit that button again. <laughs> man. Hey, because he also said, my people perish from the lack of knowledge. That's right. That's and right. A lot of a lot of people don't know. They don't know. So if you knew better, you'll do better. And they don't know, man. So yeah, you that's, that's it. right. And, and, and let me add this. Many are called. You are chosen. Many are called. That's right. So all, all the people you hearing um speak the Lord's name. You know, hey, but he said you can have a word in your mouth, but it's in your heart, and that's the end of that. Man, he he said he said, man, a lot of people gonna say they know me, <laughs> but few was actually called by me. Hey, um, hey, man, I'm tell you. me, man, yeah. how did you, you know, um. How did you meet TMC? Oh man, T T ran with my little brother. Him and Fruit like this. They ran, they ran together. T wasn't I he wasn't running with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um but him and my little brother Two Fruit, T was either at my mama house or Two Fruit was at T mama house. You know, so they they, when we moved to block three, T lived right across the street from us in two. So okay. Fruit and him hit it off, man, real well. But as far as T coming over with me, it was more so um, his music talent. T, T very gifted, you know, and him and Tufu would have a little free out freestyle battles and and it was more so they both was like, Rich, take us serious. Take us serious, man. Hear us out. You know, I y'all. I and Fruit will pull the big brother, well, the little brother, big brother card on me. The little so, big brother. Right. And um, I actually sat down one day and listened to T. I'm like, wow. He really got this thing down. So I went about putting them and trying to put them into the um, the music studio stuff. You know, just before I, I we was going to the studio, we was doing home stuff, you know? And then, like, I found out it was very, very expensive back in the days to go to that studio. So we always did prep. Yeah. Yeah, I heard um, yes. you recorded his first couple songs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, he did some really, like, his early work, man. Just, if you could hear the text. I don't have him anymore, but if you can hear T, not that he ain't hungry, but the man was super ready when I say, let me hear you. I judged, it was so many cats after TMC that came, and my thing, I never told anybody how I would move forward with somebody to rap. My thing was this. Let me hear you rap, dog. Oh, dog, I'm good. You should put me on. Take me to the studio. I'm good. I said, okay, let me hear something. All right, hold on. I got I to put it together and get it ready. So if you wasn't ready right then on the spot with me, and I never told anybody this. You wasn't ready right then on the spot with that to show me. You wasn't me. ready. I'm serious and I'm hungry. Then I'll be like, yeah, you good, dog. You good, but T, right off the bat. But they was used to doing it anyway. And and so it wasn't one of them, let me hear you. He was all, T was already ready. I'm talking about without no notebook or paper. He was ready. Man, shout out to TMC, man. Hey, and I'm talking yeah. about the last couple albums was cold. Yeah. I'm talking about that boy nice. T gifted. When T sit down, when T sit down in his in his closet and he come out with it, it's gonna be right. You ain't got no question. All you got to do is just play it. That boy <laughs> cold. He real hey. nice. Hey, um, Tim skating parties. One more time. Tell me about your skating parties at the Catholic. Oh man, well that was more of my family. That was we was having family reunions, but we also did it. <laughs> Boy, you dug up a deep one there. <laughs> but <laughs> um the Catholic, that was our biggest entertainment outside the children building. So I got with Jack Master Rod and uh Nell and a few other guys from Block Six. So we understood we can get the whole gods in here. So um, right. I partnered with the fathers and them and a few other uh, elders that ran that situation. And we put the word out. We having skating parties. Oh, man. man them was some ones there. Man. And we had the team in there, too. Ain't no fight. We ain't playing that. Yeah. So, hey, yeah, man. Hey, big, man. real nice skating parties. That's what's up. Yeah, I remember Father Power and everybody. Um, man, this jacket right here, yep. bro. This yep. jacket you put together is super I'm nice, with. right? So, what's the SOA? Yes, sir. The Sons of All Gill. In the Dirty 130 and the A and the G, we on fire in the A and G. That's oh, all Gil gods. Oh, we. Oh, and then. And like you see that there, if you look, because I'm in Iowa, when you get yours, I'm the Iowa chapter. If you're in Minnesota, you're the Minnesota chapter. Minnesota chapter. chapter. Oh, like down in Texas. I got people in Texas. It's going to say Texas the Texas chapter. chapter. 
Yes, sir. Oh, that is super nice, man. <laughs> Hey man, I know yeah. I, I've been yeah yeah I've been digging man I've been digging man you know I do my homework man so I see that I want, I want you that. to oh yeah yeah I'm gonna take you back man so um yes sir. come on tell me it. about the time you ordered the AK from the magazine and it came uh, uh, in the mail I, and it let, came let me, to let me, you let me, bro let let me that's not a hundred but I did get them so. Go ahead, tell me about it. My guy saw it in the magazine. I ain't gonna say his name, but he saw it in the magazine. And he came to me, say, Look here, man, I can get you some AK 47s. I'm like, man, get out of here. He's like, You put that money up, I got you. I said, all right, how much it costs? Now, this the guy's honest truth. They was $87 a piece. I'm like, no, and I'm getting money. No. He said, you got the money. I said, okay. I bought four. Four, as most people say. I bought four of them. I, I sure did. I bought four 80 cases, and I bought four 30-round clips to them. Damn. And then all of, my, all of my guys that was with me, I taught them all how to shoot them. What the hell magazine was this? I'm trying to figure out how to how to answer that. It's a banana clip. It's a banana clip. And um, Shorty B can testify to this. No, I'm talking about the the the, the magazine that you ordered from. Oh, you talking not, about not not the magazine? If I got you, I got you. It was in the back of a magazine. I didn't. I didn't get the magazine when he when the guy showed it to me. I'm looking like, no. Nah. He like, I'm telling you, I can get these for you. So I'm like, man. Nah. But the magazine was to somebody that was out in Schaumburg. Mm. They put the ad in this magazine, and matter of fact, it was in the Lowrider magazine. They put it in the Lowrider magazine, and I thought he was joking. I thought it was just somebody is trying to spam me, get some money or something. So I had the money. Wasn't no big loss to me. If he run off or not, I deal with that. Gave it to him. He came out there, showed up with two brand mm. new crispy in the box. I'm thinking like, no, now we're in trouble trying to figure out we're going to get some bullets to this thing. Seven seven point six seven point two six or six two about that big man. Woo, man, man them was the days. <laughs> I promise hey, man, so, was um, the days. Yes, sir. Hey man, tell me about DA Smart. Oh, DA D to the A. Ooh. So. This, this picture come with him to me. One night, I'm up late. I see DA on the commercial. I'm like, whoa, but I know him. That's her. So I'm like, okay. Get in touch with his uncle, Yaki. Yaki put me in touch with DA. Now, keep in mind, I've known DA all his life. DA, DA from the gods when he get done. 
You know, he may have grew up and hung with everybody, but D.A. got roots in the guards. So mm -hmm. I get with D.A. Now, let, let me back it up a little bit. My cousin, Bam, who does music, who does tracks, he pretty much brought me into bringing TMC and music together. Bam, I tried to do some producing, but it wasn't it wasn't that next level for them. So my cousin Bam, which is Charles Jackson, he laid beats for the whole Jeep pretty much. So Bam was the instrumental with getting us recognized with the music and the beats. Then Devo, me talking to Devo. He started doing it. Devo was putting in the work, boy. Devo, you know, and what, what was the love about Devo? He messed with everybody. My cousin Bam would mess with everybody as long as I'm a part of it. But Devo had love and respect from everybody with this music game. Now, D.A. smart. So, D.A. was doing his um, inspirational thing with the Muslims. So, when I bring D.A. and Bam together, man, if you could hear some of they D.A. work with my cousin Bam, just the, the way we laid it out, we got to perform, you know, directly for the Louis Farrakhan, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. We was there. Um, we met so many other people through that situation. But, yeah, man, I, I, I did a whole, pretty much, I want to say an album with uh, D.A. I did a lot of songs with him, put him in the studio a lot. I put TMC in the studio. You know, I put Chucho. Uh, I put guys in the studio, man, probably they never seen it before me. Mm. You know, I, I can only take them so far. I knew that. So I was okay with everybody taking the next step. You know, I didn't fall out with nobody. I didn't like some of the things that happened, but just I knew I couldn't take them to the next level. But yeah. as far as yeah. VA, yeah. I did a lot yeah, of work. You gotta think you. about it. You gotta think about it. But if it wasn't for you giving them that first step, they wouldn't be who they yeah. are today. So yeah, yeah. Because honestly, I let me tell you this. I'm gonna give you this. And this guy's true story, and you can ask these guys, most of them still around. When we started with the music. And I understood where it could go. I went to all the guys that was getting money in our neighborhood. Went to Flute, Freddie, Skay, um, Big Walt, Shorty B, Bo Mac. Um, I went to all of them. And I say, look, we're going to all get together and make this go this way. I'm going to be the head of it, but I'm going to have an open book policy so y'all will know where y'all money going. And if we get together on this thing, we're going to be good. But everybody had their own little thing going. Everybody was doing their own thing. So I couldn't pull them together. But I still laid the foundation for them to go get it. That's right. I laid the whole thing was more so because my cousin Bam was producing music and we were able to capture it and tape and then we was putting it out through the neighborhood. Everybody understood where I was going with it. 
I just didn't have the funds to get us to the next level. But I had the smarts to try to bring us together. Now, you ask any of them guys, did I come and talk to them one-on-one, way for this music game blew up to what it is now, the rap game. That's right. And, you know, the foundation is the most important part. You ain't never seen nobody build a house and didn't have no floor. Ah, that was you well build a house. Yeah, so, you know, the foundation. You, you, man, you, 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 something else, man. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot, well, I ain't gonna say a lot of people, a lot of your family members, they was always doing music. They was always doing something with music. I remember your uncles used to be yeah. singing in a Catholic in a yeah. tunnel and be singing. And I used to be riding my bike and I stop and be mesmerized. And yeah. my Chicago, big uncle Albert and Ruben. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Chicago wouldn't be hot like the music is hot today. Hey, man. So tell me about Young Chop. Young Chop, um, he's a family member of ours. And um, yes. for those who do know him, you know, um, he's done a lot of music with Chief Key, Big Shine, and other people. You know, he he's doing his own thing, man. And um, God bless him, and we good with that, you know. But as his family member, he come to the family reunions when he get a chance and things like that, and he just cool. So yeah. that part of it. You're on the west side of our uh, uh, family, and we're on the south side. So that's right. That much I can give you. Yeah, but you know, if it wasn't for your family, man, a lot of people wouldn't be where they at right now today. So, man, we appreciate you, bro. Yeah. And I had to get your flowers on it, and man, <laughs> and, and your clothing, though, man. Stop playing this, this, this young white baby blue. I can't get enough of it, man. <laughs> with the AG, stop playing. And then with the, yes, come yes, on, sir. man, stop playing. <laughs> hey, man, if y'all want to get y'all AG clothing, man, y'all better holler at my boy, man. He, he cold with it. So, yes, sir. That's crazy. So, you design your stuff, everything? I do. Every well, These jackets are, are custom made 100%. They, mm -hmm. They're not bought from somebody else. Um, I pretty much present them with what I want. And overseas, they stitching it together. They putting everything together. They're doing it custom directly for me. So it ain't going to come with somebody else's tag on it in the, in the inside. You know, um, and basically, man, let me say this. Like all Gil Gardens, I always say this. And this this tripped out with me and JJ and J. Jonah Jameson. I say, AG owed me a whole lot of money. Now, who could say that they got their rent money back for their mama and their grandmama outside of me? Man. That name, Oakville Gardens, I could tell you 100%. They gave me back my mama rent money. Man. And you know what? He said there on the podcast, he said, Rich always say, AG owed me some money. That's right. He said Mom, on the podcast, money. Hey, hey, this, this, hey, you know what? Me growing up as a shorty, man, you know, um, it was a lot of y'all in the house on the corner in block six, bro. <laughs> that was only a three-bedroom. Four. Four on that it was corner. A, it was a four. It was four on the corner. Okay, okay. It was a four-bedroom. Four it was corner. a lot. Because it was 
all the grown folks. I know they was in there. And the grandkids. And the grandkids. And I used to hang with the grandkids. And, and all of my uncle's friends. Peanut, Bubbles, Dee Dee Evans, all of them was down there. The Townsends, Lee, James Townsend. I mean, man, we was more of a family right there. When they tell you it takes a village, everybody know Block 6 was a village. Man, on the real man. Yes, sir. Man, I'm talking about family on a mission. That is the word. That's the definition of family on the mission. You know, right now, man, family members don't even kick it like that no more. Everybody's so separated, bro. Like, well, we can have uncles and aunties and grandmothers and mothers all in the same house, and we just all come together, bro. I kind of miss that, man. Ever since my grandmother been gone. You know the family ain't been the same. You know what I'm saying? And and it's the and glue. Now, it's, a glue. It's, the, it's, it's the glue. And I thought it was just me, yeah. but it looked like it's everybody's family, bro. Now we have it's now everybody. we have now we have 37 year old grandmamas and shit. Yeah, that is so. Um, my my small take on that is this. I still go back to um, most young women and young men didn't have a father or mother grow up in the house. So we didn't have a lot of structure, but grandmother had enough age and enough wisdom to say this how this going to go. But when grandmother and mother is down there a teenager and in her 20s and 30s, she don't got enough wisdom to say left or right. You know, um, it's it's just a situation where it's like what you said, tradition and foundation. If you mm -hmm. if you if you raise like this, you eat, hey children, we eating Sunday every day here at the table. You're installing something, you know, and when they ain't at the table, you remind them. This is what we do and how we do it. I'm going to give you one, and, and, and this is not for everybody, this is for me. My oldest is 39. My youngest is 25 two days ago. None of my children curse in front of me, smoke in front of me, or drink in front of me. None. It's not that... Um, I did something fearful or harmful to the demand that, but as their father, I'm a hundred percent. You will not disrespect me nor embarrass me. You will not talk to me any kind of way. And, but it's a vice versa thing. I don't talk to my kids any kind of work, any kind of way. I don't curse in front of them. I will drink if I want to drink in front of them. I'm grown. I'm their parent. So, with that said, I respect all of my children and I demand mine. You're not gonna say or talk to me any kind of way. But with that, we built the respect and love. I don't curse. It takes a serious situation for me to curse. So you ain't gonna curse to me. I can understand you upset, but let's be clear. That's not that role we take. So part of what you were saying as far as how we would um how do we get back together with that? Um 
going to drop one last jewel on you about this. Every one of my kids, but one, but every one of my kids, I made a videotape with us praying. So the day I'm not here or the day you somewhere, you're not at, you're in trouble. Look at your phone and look at me praying with you and you praying and you putting God first in this situation. And that's something they going to have the rest of their life. That's that. <laughs> that's that. You know what's wrong with the kids right now today and why they so they not scared of anything, bro. They don't have a fear of God in them. They don't know what God is. They don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sad, man. So we we we, we, it we, is. we need we need people like us. You know what I'm saying? I didn't grow up, I didn't grow up with a with a father figure either, but I kind of knew about my, I kind of knew and heard some things. So what you know about Killer Pee Wee? He was saying Doc Six. That's my father, Doc man. Six. Go ahead. Killer. Go ahead. Well, yeah, tell bro, me something I don't know. Okay. Your old man was a different kind of man, and he was always sharp. He was always sharp. Killer, um, Killer would he would say to me a lot, hey, man, you know, what you doing? I know, what you mean, killer? I'm, I'm getting it, you know? He said, but why everybody else got to know you getting it? I'm like, mm. what you mean by that? He would say, um, it ain't what you do, it's how you do it. And, and, he, and he talked with a little slang to it. And he had his hat and he tipped his head like that. And he'd look at it. You know, killer was, and he was respected. He was he was completely respected and sick, but he was respected out the G. Well, Killer stuff, and he was always shocked. If you ain't heard the stories, man, Killer was always shocked. And he kept that thing with him too. You weren't gonna play no games with him. I can tell you that hundred percent. He kept that thing with him. Killer was, that's why they call him Killer. He was kind and nice, but you ain't gonna do nothing to kill him. So mm. I'm almost sure you didn't hurt them kind, but he was he was uh he was real approachable in block six. And I didn't set that down with him a bunch of times because I was getting down at six and uh, I would come to six. And then it, a lot of things that happened that I didn't understand. And he would take the time and actually talk to me, man. He really did. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So, yeah, man, we talking about my old man, man. You know, I've been... Um... Let me see, we got a picture of my old man so they know who we talking about, man. You know what I'm saying? I put, him put, him up, put, him up, put him up there for the one time. For the one time. For the one time. Yeah, man. Hey, and we talking about hood legends. And right. I got another. Hey, there you go. There you go. There you go. I told you he was sharp. I told hey, you he was always sharp, boy. You know what, man? That picture right there. Yes, that sir. picture right there. That picture right there. He was sick, and um, he hanged out with me, man. And I had a, I had a, um, I had a show. And he came up and he, I had him on stage, and he was out there doing his thing, man. And um, probably like a couple of weeks later, he died, bro. Wow, look at that. Yeah, but we had a good time, man. We had a good time, man. You know, and we always talked and everything, man. 
So yeah, rest in peace, pops, man. That's what they call them, rest pops in down there. Yeah, yeah. Man. Everybody that can tell you that got got relationships with killer, man. They they'll tell you it it just wasn't it wasn't um just artificial. Killer, you felt when he talked to you, man, and it was like as if he was talking to his own son. He 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 actually, especially on that back, man. He would come out on that back, man, and we just. He talked to us. Killer was approachable. That was the good thing. It, I could tell you, believe you, miss a lot of guys gone, little dude. Get on one from over here, man. You know, <laughs> he wasn't like that, though. Yeah. He treated me good. I can tell you that, 100. Man, that's what's up. Hey, um, we always talk about the hood legends, man. You know, it's one of them that I had to talk about because, you know, he put the whole fan mission together. Oh, boy, he used to always talk about the fan mission, man, a family on the mission, man. And, you know, and I'm going to keep his name alive, man, you know, and I'm going to constantly do the thing. But, man, tell me a little bit about this guy right here. That's that's my little bro there. Pockets, alias Pockets, Moot. That man, hey, I took him under my wing a lot too, and we was in the process of doing music. Um, I've always he he used to always ask me what I thought about his songs. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we just never got to narrow it down to get him in the studio, but he was always at my house, upstairs mm. in Block Three, over there kicking it with me. Like, man, this is what I got. Check this out. You know. Um, I love Mook and 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 Mama Mook would tell you, that's my little bro, man. And, and um, I just I don't know how to explain it, but um, Mook was real good to me, man. And and, and if I come around, he don't care who in the crowd. He, hey, big bro, come in, come in, big bro. Now tell tell him this, this. you know it. He, you know you could see some guys on the street, man, and they'll be like, "What up, dog?" Certain guys with me, no, nah, they ain't gonna do that. They got to have a conversation with me. They don't care who they with. They gone, man. But it was I gave them the main love back. I would step back and let them do their thing, and then I just make sure I, I embrace them. Mook, Mook used to do this. He used to break my back, like my back used to be cracked up. Get to it, Mook. Get to it. Crack, 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 crack. He'll grab me. That <laughs> It's like, you know, I don't do that for everybody. But as anybody out there that knows, when I see Moot, I do like this, put the X on it. Yeah. All right. All right. You got it. That time, I mean, you know, man, that was my guy. Love him, man. I, I tell you, yeah, God, I made one of a kind with him. Yeah, man. And, you know, I got another legend, man. I'm talking about Picture Perfect. That picture behind you, bro. That is a classic. I'm talking about everybody grew up. I mean, I'm, I'm right now, I'm out of town with it, and I wish I was in my studio. I have my, my yellow brick because, you know, I always put that up. But, you know, I, I uh, and you, you talk about Jones, man, but, you know, that right there, yeah. that was yeah. a classic. You That's know. a beautiful picture there. Yeah, man. And I, got, and, 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 and I got that from him, too. Mm. I got that from Jay Jonah Jameson too. See, when he had put it together and he sent it to me. And um, we were talking about it. And I said, look, Jay Jonah, do you mind if I run with this? I'm going to have it done over and I'm going to do it my way. And he was like, yeah, I'm good with that. All right, I'm cool with that. So 
Jay Jonah have uh, played a lot in some of my developments in the directions I'm going. So this picture here for people who see it, 90% know it's the wall up, up top, which is a lot of our family members on there. So mm -hmm. anybody, I just took it and had it recreated. And I took the people that was uh, near and dear to me that I love, family and friends. You know, and uh, most of you can see it's a lot of Allens on there, but I got other people on there too, you know, uh, Kenneth Nelson, then I got Richard Evans, Peanut on there, uh, James Field, Benjamin on. These are guys I grew up with that I love and got a lot of respect for. But let me say this. If you want a wall for yourself that's blank, I'll put the link up or I put it up on the book where you can download it yourself. And all I did was just added my own names to it and I sent off to it. So it's free. I'm giving it. It was given to me as a blessing. I'm giving it to whoever wanted it for themselves. You can put your family and friends. And if you see right here, I'm adding names to guys that was close. This Stoney, Mark Dixon. You know, I'm adding people's names that was close. I got Put my man Elston on here. I got to put my man Bobby Norwood on here. I got people that I got to, you know, this is my own wall. I live too far. But when I'm here and I'm in Chicago, I go pay respect to that wall. Man, I'm talking about, man, that's 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 nice, man. I need one of them. <laughs> well, I I'll put it up. Day. I will put it up blank. But if you want me to do it, yeah, you call me and we're going to make some things work man, out. I need but, that, man. Oh, I mean, and, that is my, my podcast wall. <laughs> man, yeah, because go. everybody that come on it, you know, everybody that come on it, you know, these are the, the, the people that show the love, you know. But, man. yeah, I'm, I'm willing to give you the, the artwork for free. All you got to do is just, you know, it's, it's not hard. Um, talk to me. I'll walk you through it. But if you want me to do a different story, but it's going to be done nice, you know, where you don't have to go through all of this. Man, you know, you know, the, the G man, you know, is very inspiring. Right, man. We come up with a, we give you, you got clothes with the AG clothes. You no, know, um, came up with a book, bro. I got a book. Matter of fact, I had a couple books. I got a book called self-discipline, right? And this yeah. is about me growing up in the hood and how I left the hood. And I talk about okay. everything, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then I got another one called Hood by Choice. I still got okay. the hood right there. I see it. I see it. People, people come out to the hood and it's by their choice and they get wrapped up thinking it's cool. But it's cool to us because that's what we was born and raised at. Other people come out there and. That's right. You know, they they get caught up. You know what I'm saying? So you've got I got hood by choice and I got self-discipline. Because we had to be really disciplined in the hood to survive right. out there, man. You know what I'm saying? So man, I, right. I'm gonna come down. To, I got a couple of questions real quick, man. We already did our thing, but check it out. I got I'm gonna run down these questions real quick and you can answer them the best way you can, and we're gonna try to get straight through All right. it. All right. So when you wake up in the morning. What's the first thing you do or think about? First thing I do is make my bed because that's the task of the day. That's the first thing I do is make my bed. Second thing I do 
I got four phone calls coming in no matter what it is. And there's my daughter, my brother, my brother, and my other brother. I got four phones. So that's my very thing that happens every single morning other than getting ready for work. But I make my bed. So it's like a task. All right. Yes, because they say successful. If you if you got you got to make your bed if you want to be successful. If you can't do the little things in life, how you gonna do the big things? And the right. little thing is make your bed. Yeah. Right. So, um, when was the last time you had someone help you with something you were struggling with? Um. Today. Like a personal thing, like a personal thing, like a personal oh, struggle. A personal thing today. 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 Yep. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay. So which one do you consider, hot or cold? It can be weather-wise. All right. Which one I think hot or cold? Yeah, which one? Um, my bad, not consider. My bad, I'm sorry. All right. So... Me, cold, cold, cold. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. No, no, no. I can elaborate on that, but I'm gonna keep the answer short. But cold, all right, cold. Okay, um, who gave you some of the best advice? Um, my auntie Jean and my uncle Ruben. My grandmama always told me I was strong as a lion. So I had the, the, the confidence. But as far as dealing with that outside world, my, my, my Auntie Jean and my Uncle Ruben, but the foundation of it all was my mother. Okay, okay. Now I got some, I got some, I got some, I got some. Um, no, I'm going to ask this question right here. Come on with it. <clears throat> All right, growing up, you know, we made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. We say peanut butter, but you can't say jelly. What would you say? Peanut butter and honey. Ooh. Yeah, peanut butter and honey. Okay. Honey. And hey, have you ever had an Obama phone? Never. Yeah. And I had my own phone company. I sold the first unlocked phones before unlocked phones was out. I had it so sweet. I'm going to give you the short one on this. Please give me two minutes. Go ahead. So Go the, ahead. Game, the game was everybody was scared their phones could get tapped. Me, I was dealing with overseas. And I was telling the guys that was in the game, look, every phone that y'all get, has that dot at the top. That's the 911 software. But my phones was coming directly overseas and I never had to put that software in it. So my phones, you couldn't get tapped or they couldn't hurt him. Not only that, instead of you walking around with two phones, all my phones had two SIM cards in it. So you had a player line and a business line. Ooh, check you out. Hey, man. <laughs> Hey man, when you said when you said um, I have my own phone company, man, what popped in my head was it was a pager place though. I don't know why he popped in my head, but Flaming James, Flaming James, 
Yeah. <laughs> that was the first time I, I'm like, on the real, on the real. Hey, what is your favorite snack? Everybody need a midnight, everybody need a midnight my daughter snack. Just asked me that too. My daughter just asked me what's my favorite food. Uh, my favorite snack. Ooh. Nutty Buddies. Mm, Nutty Buddy. The cookie and the waffle. Oh man, Nutty Buddy. Don't I make me go. Um, I got a box this big in there. I got a, I got a big box of Nutty Buddies. Uh, okay, okay. Um, what is you tired of people doing? Ooh. Um. Oh, that's a good one. What am I tired of people doing? Pretending that they don't see the elephant in the room. Uh-huh. So basically. The damage and the harm you didn't cause, and now you didn't show back up and act like it's not there. So we jamming and we cool, but we ain't gonna talk about the pink elephant in the room. Think about this. Think about this. I'm grateful you changed your life. I'm grateful you're a better person. But you know, how do you get somewhere without dealing from where you come from? So the pink elephant in the room, we good in your presence and we accept that, but you did a lot of damage that we need to straighten out. Man, say that. Say and that's that. the pink elephant in the room. Oh, that's cool. I like how you put that, you know. And um, yeah, I like how you put that, bro. I felt that one. Um, <laughs> what, is, what is that one thing teenagers really need today? Consistency. The big thing is um, consistency. I think most teenagers need to know um, I'm here, you know, through it all, whatever you're, you know, you're going through. And um, because like you said, it, it kind of goes back to the lack of families doing things, the lack of us just the camaraderie we had, the fellowship. So I think because of that, the lack of most young men and women need somebody consistent. It's just the consistency because right now it's all about the phone. It's all about projecting yourself in a way to be seen or the likes or heard. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it de- man, the phones really did something. You know, I was against the phones when my kids was younger, but now I'm not against phones. It's like, man, what you can do off phones? Because I found out, you know, people make money off these phones. You know, people learn off these phones. You got a lot of, yeah, I- a lot of, um, a lot of knowledge you can get from these phones. I mean, you ain't got to believe everything, but. It ain't all about likes and, and, and taking selfies and, and uploading goofy pictures and watching goofy shows. Yeah. It's not all about that. And, you know, we, we get sidetracked because it's right in our face. So what is what is something you had to unlearn? Um, you had to unlearn it. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Well, at a point, I had to learn to put my phone down. And it kind of goes back to because I was strolling and I was editing, just looking. And then I'm like, damn, before you know it, two, three hours this shot passed. But you, so I had to come to a point like, you gotta put it down. Regardless mm -hmm. of what you, you know, and they made it so when your phone goes doop, 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 it, it's in your head, reach. Yeah. So that's, I've, that's, that's the one I've, I've been teaching me to unlearn that, not to respond to that bug, not to that doop, doop, doop. I get to it when I get to it. Yeah. Now before yeah. I before I had before I had my um, transportation business, I had like I told you I had two lines. My phone went off almost every day at nine fifty nine. Every single night my phone went off, and I didn't turn it on to eight o'clock. But don't get me wrong, I had a backup number for my kids to get in touch with me or family member. But as far as the rest of the world, I'm gonna find out when I wake up and I done got that peaceful sleep. Yeah. I can't do nothing about it, no way. Yep. You, you right now today, man, I cut my phone off at 10 o'clock because Mook used to call yeah. me three in the morning, turned up, cuz what you want? And woo woo. And I'm like, yeah. bro, you I, I got a whole family, I got a wife, I got kids. Me, yeah. we gotta get up and do stuff in the morning, bro. My lifestyle. He ain't care about none of that. He is still yeah, so, called because he didn't so, like that. Man, so you know, I just I put the exactly. in, in. Yeah. So right now, I, it's a habit now that I just turn my phone off because I don't want to be bothered. And I get up in the morning, five in the morning. See, they don't want to play problems if I call them at five in the morning. But I do five in the morning. I work out. I eat my fruits and vegetables or whatever, and then, and I don't cut my phone on until about. Eight. Yeah, that's what time. You know what I'm saying? Eight. Yeah. Eight so, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, hey, growing up, who was your favorite teacher? Whoa, man. I wasn't close to none of my teachers, man. I can tell you who the gym teachers were. But they was out of control back in the day. Mr. Man, Morgan, you got to have Mr. Walters. <laughs> One thing, um, let me see. The, the favorite teacher I had... Uh, you gotta have one. Miss Bright couldn't stand me, boy. That was my math teacher in high school. Uh, oh yeah, I do. I got one. I got one. Miss Ross. Miss Ross. Steve Ross' mother. Now that was she took to me like a son. Cause me and Steve Ross was close, and um, Miss Ross treated me really good, you know. And me and Steve was out of control, hanging, running around when we was younger. But Miss Ross, his mother, she worked at the uh the children building on the back, not right where the swimming pool at, but a little bit up. It's it's, it's in the children building, but you can walk through the children building to the, get to the swimming pool. Mm. A lot of people didn't know that. You could have used to walk through the children building to get to the swimming pool on the back. Hmm. You didn't know that, huh? Yeah. No, I didn't know That's, that. Uh, hey, man. Come on, I know you get you get real spiritual, man. And I'm gonna ask you this question. Sure. If you had a 30 minute interview and you get to ask one question, and the question 
You have to ask one question and you got to ask God one question. What would it be? Oh, that's a good one. I was sitting there thinking as you said it. Um, I would ask God, uh, how do I become worthy? What is it your desire for me? But it's all in how do I become worthy of your grace? Mm, okay, That's it. Okay. One question. So if you still got, you got 30 minutes. All right. And God going to ask you a question. And how would you respond to it? If he say, how did you like it in heaven? I would say, um, ooh, so I'm answering his question, correct? Yes. Ooh, how did I like it in heaven? Um, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to be here. You know, thank you for finding mercy and grace that I'm here. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I ask that question to a lot of people, they get like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm like, but you know, if God asks you the question, obviously this is heaven. And they say, he oh, man, this may allow you to be. They say this can't be heaven because it's hell. I said, that's how you think about it. He said, it's the renewing of your thinking. That's right. That's how you think about it. That's right. So, and then, and 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 in other words, I understood. I passed the test of life that I am actually in heaven. I'm yeah. actually here. Yeah. I teach my kids this, man, and then I'm gonna keep it short because I don't know if you got more. But I teach my oh. kids this. I tell them, um. Everything is a test. Every single thing you do is a test. And in this situation is God just waiting to see what you're going to do. Mm. Most of us are take the situation and do it our way. And, and then when we fail at it or don't get it right, then we say, Lord, in Jesus' name, see me through it. But the moment of it is, it's just a test to see what you see him. He put you in it. You got to remember this. And then I'm a, I'm a, we're going to move on. Well, I'm going to listen to you. You got to remember the book of life is already wrote. So what the Lord has did was put you in a situation to see what you're going to do with it. So he already know what you're in. He just want to know if you acknowledge that. This is your moment to acknowledge him. So it's 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 like everything I view is a test. This is my one time to shine. I don't do this. And I've been asked, but this is my one time to say one time that it's all about God, that it's all about Christ. But I, I don't put that on other people in their face like that. But for me, when I'm done with this, I'm going to do the best that I can to acknowledge him and let him know 
this moment, oh, let me say it like this. This opportunity, this situation, and this timing, Lord, it's all about what you done did and the way you did it. I mm. received this moment. Mm. I got it. So it just, like I said, it, this my opportunity. This situation right here, this very time, it's about the Lord Christ Almighty. Who says I'm getting this again? Yeah. So that's it, man. I don't want to be so yeah. deep with it because yeah. I love hey. what hey. you do. Hey, but I, I love talking about God, and I love you talking about it, man. You know, because I tell a lot of people, I say, man, listen, I had to tell a guy today, I was like, man, it don't matter how good you eat, how good you dress, what kind of car you drive. Um, it don't care about none of that, bro. God got the final say-so. I don't care if you're working out. I don't, God got the final say-so, bro. He get the... Yeah take you up out this place and he can give you the power to make another life. That's right. That's but right. God got the final say so. So don't never look at kids like they was the accident because God made that happen. And That's if right. you lost a loved one, it's only going to make you stronger in the long run. And God made that happen. So we got to be, we just got to, we just got to understand, man, he got the final say so, bro. And, and, you know? and, and, the way you put it is so on point because if anybody see if I like something or if I comment, I put the last word, amen. That is the very last word in the Bible. But the point of that is God's word is final. That's it. He don't change it. So when I say I love you or it's great or Man, amen. That's just letting you know that's genuinely where I'm at, what I feel, and I'm saying it to you. And I ain't got no butt behind the amen. That's, that's it. Right. <laughs> that's I don't want to so, be over here preaching, man. I'm, I just, oh, man. Hey, ain't nothing wrong. That's what the podcast for. Every time you bring up God, right. I... I hit the button. <laughs> That's what it's all about, bro. Because yeah. we don't yeah. we don't get a higher pride. We don't give him his praise, bro. We don't get that enough. Yeah. So even though I have fun on the podcast, I ask questions yeah. and we have fun. But you got to know, man, if it wasn't for God, it wouldn't be this, bro. That's right. That's so, right. And, and he, you good, man. Let me tell you something. You're doing something so outstanding and worthy. You know what I'm saying? It's... it's, it's it's actually a beautiful thing, man. Man, I appreciate it. So I got yeah. a question. Who, Come on with it. Who would you like to see on the future Fan Mission Podcast, baby? Two. Two people that I think will really give you a, a really good show, man. My cousin, Bam, Charles Jackson, and yeah. Devo G. You know I'm rolling with Devo G. Hey, I'm trying to get Devo. Man. man, shout out to Devo G. Man, I'm trying to get you on a podcast. But like you said, it's all about timing. When I reached out to him, he was on the highway, go visit yeah, his yeah. family. So I ain't gonna push the issue. But you know, whenever that one time more, comes, one more, one more, and Shorty B, Shorty B, my guy, Brand man, Hyde. Shorty B. If I get them, you get them three. I'm happy. 
Hey man, we're gonna get Shorty B. We're gonna get Charles Jackson. Hey, you know that's my that's my older brother name, Charles Jackson. Okay, okay, look at that. Yeah, shout out to Charles that. Jackson. Let's see it. Shout out to Charles, man. Yes, indeed. So, is there any question you would like to ask me? I mean, you've been asking me, but is there one particular that stand out with you? Um, let me think about that. But while I'm thinking about it. Do you want to send a shout out to anyone? Woo! Let me say this then. I like to send a shout out to everybody that supported me and didn't support me. I still love you and I'm gonna support you. Um just know that um I'm not perfect and um but I'm far from being messed up too. And I just want all you guys to know I love y'all and appreciate y'all. You know my number is public. So if you got something to say to me, I'm right there. Um, and thanks. Thanks for having me. And I promise you, I'm going to keep working on me, trying to be the better me in Christ's name. Man, That's it. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, man, um, let me see. Let me see if I get one more for you real quick, because I've been asking you and I've been letting you do your thing, man. You say a good question. I sure appreciate it. Good question, <laughs> man. No, I say. Oh yeah, again. Please tell them where they can find you to get your clothing, because that's what it's all about. We got to get the clothing out there, and you know what I'm saying. We we engage God. You know what I'm saying. It's praise. We're gonna do that in the dough, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and bless your your um clothing line, man. Tell them where they can get your clothing at. Well, and as y'all see on Facebook, I got my own Facebook, Ogil Garden for Life. Uh, page on Facebook, um, send a friend request. But my number, as you see, strolling across the bottom, that's my direct, go to my direct phone. Um, this goes to this phone directly. And you could inbox me, you know, and uh, I'm definitely going to get back to you. Um, I can say this, and I thank the Lord Almighty. I've sold over a thousand pieces. I've given quite a bit of number away. I, I, it's not all about the money with me, but I have found good situations to get into. I have uh, always donated to calls. I just think it ain't everybody business who I'm putting money in hand. But That's right. if your cause is uh, worthy, I will donate to it. You know, it, yeah. I might can help in so many ways. I advise uh, so many people on how to go about things, definitely this. If you have a business, I can tell you how to cut out the middleman and I can help you uh, get it started. I'm not saying that I can make it successful, but I can definitely show you how to work it. And let me say this last good thing. <laughs> credit, I have over 800 credit score and I did it with two credit cards. So. It's a method in the madness on how to work the numbers. So if, if it's a situation where you want to move your numbers, give me a call because it's all about that 1% to 10% on your credit card. And they'll move your numbers every 30 to 45 days. Your number will change. But that's that. <laughs> man, man, I appreciate that information because people need that. Because, that, man, man credit scores is low right now. Hey, I ah, man, I'll show you how to change that there. 
Man, I'm be hitting you up, man. Hey, so check it out. Yes, sir. What is a quote that you try to live by? Uh, ooh, this this gonna be rough, but this is, and I teach my children this. It's okay to hear the message, but sometimes it's the messenger. You ask any of my children that, I tell them, a lot of people are going to call you with a lot of stuff. But in that same message, especially if they saying somebody said something or talked about you, at the end of them telling you what happened and giving you all the information, because they felt comfortable enough to tell you where or when did they defend you at the end of that conversation, but yeah. they passing you the message. So... They're hoping that you say something that they'll pass back. But instead of them saying, well, hey, look, me and her good like that. Me and him cool like that. I understand you mad at that dude. I don't want to be in the middle of that. He good with me. So I'm going you know, to withdraw from that situation. So I tell my children, it's okay to hear the message. But sometimes it's the messenger. Man. So I live by that. You know how it used to be back in the days, you know, <laughs> punch me and now I'll punch you. And then like they did, they really punching each other, but they doing it through me. That, that, right. That, that's, that's right. That's exactly it. But yeah, yeah that's, so, that's you know, the whole I live by. Yeah, man. So my last question, man, because I know you busy, man. And um, what kind of father you think you is? Uh. Better yet, come switch places. I'm going to let her tell you. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I, I ain't even prepared for this. But you could tell her. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Miss Lady? Hey. That's my daughter, Brenda, everybody. Brenda, how you doing? His question so, is, the question was, what kind of father do you think you? he is? I'm good. What kind of father do you think he is? Do I think or no? No. Okay. So he's a really good father. Um, I couldn't ask for a better father, to be honest with you. Um, over the years, I've watched my dad elevate as his kids elevated. He's been there through thick and thin. One thing about my dad, he's going to instill knowledge in you. Like, if anything, he's going to make you take that with him, with you. So it's mm. going to be knowledge. But yes, he's the best father ever. Okay, so I got a question for you then. What is something he told you and it just stayed right here in the mental? If you just can't get it, let it go. Ooh, it's two things. It's a couple things. <laughs> um, it's gonna be it's not the message, it's the messenger. Um mm -hmm. be quick to listen and slow to respond. And then um, time, opportunity, and um, it's time, opportunity, and situation. There we go. Mm -hmm. Almost there, okay. understandable, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on and sharing that message right there. You know what I'm saying? You're welcome. Thank you. Yep. All right, I'm back. <sighs> um, and the last know. one. Hey, oh, I'm sorry. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, when I say, when I say we have to unlearn stuff, you know, I had to unlearn 
how to eat. I had to unlearn that the things that was taught to me wasn't like I had to learn the truth and the facts, the difference between truth and facts, because the things we believe we hear from our loved ones, but it's not necessarily right. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like, like one of them, I'm gonna give you a funny one. They said, what color is the sky? Is that for I'm me asking, to ask? Yeah, that's a oh, question. I would what? say the way I was taught, blue. That's what you was taught, right? But yeah. have you ever been on the airplane? Yeah. Was it blue up there? Not at all. Because it's, it's <laughs> clear. It's and we look at the water and we say the water is blue, but it's really clear. It's clear. It's just the depths of the water and the depths of the sky. So it got some truth in it. It do look blue, but that's the but actuality. Is, right. The fact is, it's clear. You know, or they say, practice made perfect. That's not true. Name one thing that's perfect. Not nothing but Christ above. You hear me? So I say, practice make improvement. That's what I'm talking about. The five P's. You know, Man, the five P's. You know, I have to teach my kids that. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The five P's, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. I love talking to you, man. And I just had to give your flowers because you did a lot for the community. Um, the OGs definitely do a lot for the community. Um we got See, Mike, that's, that's Mike Earhart. Let me, Mike let me give me one Wait. second with him. Mike will tell you, he I'm the first person that put him on turntables. I'm the I'm the one that Mike started in the DJing game. Mike can't that hey, Mike Rich, let me get on the table, man. Come on, Rich. You know what I know. I can know what I know how to do what I'm doing, man. Just give me a shot. Hi, right, Mike. Come on, man. Mike, Rich, please let me get. I put him on the table. Ask him. He'll tell you the story about man, that. He, he told me the story. And when yeah. I was watching him earlier, and man, he had them little kids. Oh, he's going on the outstanding. And, and, and I asked him, I say, that's, I had a podcast with him, and I forgot to ask him two questions. Okay. Who taught him how to DJ? Right. He told me you. And who taught him how to cook because if no one taught him how to cook, he wouldn't cook for the homeless. That's if nobody right. taught him how to DJ, he wouldn't be playing the music for the kids. I, I followed Mike for a minute quietly. He didn't see me on the side, but I followed him and I donated with him. And because his spirit was so good and he was moving in that direction, I hit him with the hood hero award because Man. you from the hood, and I wanted to share and let you know people love you, man. And me personally, I see you, man. Ask him one day to show send you a picture of his hood hero award. Because man, and his and his cool. jacket. Ask him to show you his AG, his hood hero vest. He got a he got a, a a crystal trophy and he got a vest that say hood hero. Cause I believe in Mike, man. I believe in man. that young man. Man, you know what? I believe in them too. And I believe in all y'all, bro. You yes, know what? Sir. I'm gonna have to get a hood hero 
gonna have to do that, man. And I'm gonna have to give it to you the people on the podcast, man. That's right. And I'm gonna make it work, man. I'm gonna make it do what it do. Man, I honored Webster Phillip with one too. I honored Webster Phillip and Paul Beston with a Hood Hero Award because they meant a lot to me. It was personally to me. Man, that's what's up, man. You know, and um, I was talking to TMC. You know, I said I said I want him on a podcast, and like again, time, and he said, "Man, I'm doing this and I'm doing it." You know what I'm saying? But and yeah. Debo, you know, and um, Big Nasty. Um, these guys played a, yeah. a major role in my life, and they didn't—they don't even know. Yeah. So when I'm on a podcast, so I, I could yeah. share my story because if it wasn't for them, yeah. it wouldn't be on me. Yeah, I got you. I got man. You. So, you know, I had to. That's why, man. I had to get your flowers while you're still here, man. I appreciate everything you're doing, man. And you keep that's up the right. good work, bro. And you stay strong, stay safe out there, man. And continue to be a good father, bro. Man, I'm, 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 that's that's a must for me. Man, I love everything you're doing, bro. Well, I appreciate it, man. I definitely man. appreciate it. I appreciate it. Call you, on man. me. Call on me, man. I'm going to be there for the support, man. I'm telling you, I, 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 if I give you my word, man, I'm going to make it do what it do. Man, that's what's up, man. I sure appreciate you, bro. And you know what? When it comes to this point for you, when you get there, want to do your famish award thing, man, just the people that, man, let me know, man. I'm going to make it work for you, too. I'm going to do what I can to say, look, man, this is how we do it. This is how you want to do it. Let's make it happen. Man, that's what's up, man. You know, and that would be a lovely thing, the Fan Mission Award. The, 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 yeah. the Fan Mission Award, man, the family on the mission. Right. We all, like we all AG family. We all ghetto cousins. That's it. That's it. I always say it takes a village. Takes man, a village, man. We a village, Joe. We ain't nothing but a village. We that little village on the south side of Chicago. That little project, the one and only. Oh, give God. AG for life. AG for hey. life. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna cut Murray out, so we we gonna say all give Murray for life. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, they already know it is. But man, I appreciate you, man. I'm gonna go ahead and let you get back to your family, man. And um, cause you're the family, man. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah, so man, I appreciate you coming on, man, and spending this hour of power. Let me get you another, and we almost at two hours, man. So this was a good podcast. Wow, we went on, man. Jewels, man. Whoa, forty-two, man. man. Go ahead, man. Y'all go hey, ahead, man. man. I appreciate you, man. So you go ahead, have right. a nice one, man. Enjoy the rest of the night with your family, bro. Yes, sir. All right, AG All right. for life, signing out. Yes, sir. Yeah, what's up? This your boy, Monty G. And we had your boy, Rich, on the podcast. And if y'all missed it, please rewind it back and listen to it because he's been dropping some jewelry, man. Y'all can pick up some, man. Be a, a, um, a down-to-earth father like that, man. You know, that's what I do with my kids. I teach them hella knowledge. And sometimes they get mad, but it, they're well-needed. Um, I sit down. Every night, if I'm there, if I'm not out of town, I'll sit down every night with my family and we eat dinner and we discuss what we learn. So we need more fathers like us, bro. And uh, 
If y'all want to go on a podcast, y'all know how to find me. Look up um, thefanmission.com or, you know. All right, well, you can find the Fan Mission on YouTube or Facebook, and you can leave us, drop us a little inbox message and let us you know what you tell me your story, and we get you on there. You know what I'm saying? We're working on that fanmission.com. And this is the website where everybody can listen. I'm talking about Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn. We got it all, man. Google Podcasts. We, man, listen. Check us out. Tune in. Hit like, subscribe so you won't miss another video every Friday. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, this is your boy, Money G, and I'm out. We on the mission. Family on the mission. We on the mission. Family on the mission. We on the mission. Family on the mission. We on the mission. Family on the mission.